Ricky, in preparation for the interview, I smoked a little bit, but I use a one-hitter, and I just don't find that it's my cleanest smoke. And I was checking out your Instagram page, and you were using a gravity bong-type apparatus. Do you find that that's the most effective and cleanest way to smoke marijuana? You know, it's, it's funny that you ask that. I have a, a good friend of mine who um, is, is a bit older than me and, and was a hippie. And one day we uh, we asked him this question, right? And, and it makes sense. It's actually quite practical. He took a little bud and he took a lighter and he he lit it. So there was like a, it was lit and it was like red. So it was like an ember. And the smoke that came up, and he just wafted it under his nose and inhaled. So uh, I think that's the, that's the cleanest way to do it, according to the, the, the hippies. All right. I'm going to try that out. While I'm uh, unpacking this house we just moved into in Sykesville, when you played for the Ravens, did you live in the Owings Mills, Sykesville area? I know it was only for a year. I didn't. When I first um, when I first got there, they put us up in a hotel right there in Owings Mills, right right across from the mall. But when I got my own place, I was uh, I was in Harbor East. Very nice, very nice. Did you enjoy your time in Baltimore? You know, um, it was an it was an interesting experience for me. Um, you know, I I think if you talk to a lot of veteran players, they would agree that one of the hardest things to do. Um, in the NFL, sometimes it changed teams, you know, late in late in your career because it's like you, you get accustomed to a certain way of doing it, and it takes a while to, uh, you know, become accustomed to a different way of doing it. And so, uh, you know, it, it was funny. You know, what what it felt like is, is in Miami, I was a pretty big deal, and when I got to Baltimore, it was at the time it was like the the Ray Town, you know, Ray Lewis and, and Ray Rice. And, you know, I was, I was just looking at my, uh, my stats from that season the other day. And, you know, it was really the first time in my career where I wasn't really a major part uh, of an offense. And it was a great organization in the way they treat their players and the leadership on the team and being around guys like Ray Wright, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, you know, great athletes. It was amazing. But it was tough to, to not be able to contribute as much as I knew that I could. Absolutely. Well, you contributed quite a bit for the Miami Dolphins, to say the least. I remember exactly where I was. I was making my bed in the morning when I heard the news that you were retiring. And quite frankly, it hurt me and many Dolphins fans. And I'm sure it was not an easy decision for you to make. Did you feel that you had to make that decision to retire or were you at peace with it? Um, it was a little bit of both. You know, I, I was, I've been considering, you know, that I really spent my whole life devoted to being the best football player I could be. You know, giving that up is, is a tough decision, but, you know, I, I, I made peace with it. You know, I've realized I come to terms with the fact that there's more to life than, you know, than being a professional football player. And I wanted to seize the opportunity while I was young to, to have, experiences outside of only being a football player and you know at the time it was only a year but it was a it was a tremendous amazing mind-opening spiritually awakening year that really set me on a path 
to be in a good place for the for the rest of my life. And so, you know, it it was it but it was difficult because, you know, there again, there are people that I cared about, my teammates, my family, the fans who I knew were gonna be disappointed um in in the decision. So it, it was tough in that sense. Let's talk about your time at Texas. Again, going back to your Instagram page, I saw you threw up the hook'em horns in a picture. Is being a college football player the most enjoyable experience you can have as a football player, or is it better in the NFL when the money comes in? You know, I think it depends on the person. You know, my personal experience when, you know, growing up, it was a dream of mine to play to play college football. It, it wasn't a dream of mine to be a professional football player. It, it was just one of those things where I happened to be so good that it was the, you know, the logical choice. Um, and, so, and so I went down that path. But I, I loved college football. I loved, you know, it, it's considered an, an amateur sport, an amateur from the root word, a more meaning to love. So I think, that, you know, I loved the game because it was to me it was more pure. It was it was really about playing football. Absolutely. I'm also a high school football coach at Towson High School. Do you have a message that you could tell, let's say, a sixteen year old running back who dreams of playing at the college level and or at the pro level, something you wish you may have heard at that age? Um, you know, I think um my message uh, pretty much across the board is uh, is reminding people that that sports and I think specifically football um, really prepares you to be successful in in life and pretty much anything you do. And so for me, I would talk then about the motivation of of playing college football and and possibly uh, professional football is the training you're going to get for life. And for me, that helps. That helps young people especially keep everything in, in perspective. Because even if you're Tom Brady and you, and you have this long, illustrious football career, you know, he's going to retire still with, you know, 30, possibly 40 years to live. And so any way he looks at it, football is only a platform for what he's going to do with the rest of his life. And just keeping that perspective, I think, is important. Speaking of platform, you've got one right now on BET. It is a new documentary, Smoke, Marijuana in Black America. I know that the soon-to-be Vice President Kamala Harris is going to be featured. I'm from New Jersey. Our Senator Cory Booker makes an appearance. So talk about your role in this documentary. Well, you know, I think that, I think it's storytelling. You know, that, that, that's what this is, and it's, and it's giving a different perspective uh, on, on the story of, of marijuana. And it's, you know... It's funny the idea of his story. Typically, the stories you know that we that we listen to or that we've been taught have been predominantly um, you know Eurocentric versions of the story that excluded African Americans, minorities, and, and women. And so I, I think this is a, the opportunity for us to tell our story. And and I jumped at the opportunity to to be a part of it because I think it's I think it's important. 